Hallelujah. How many of you feel the presence of the Lord? There is the presence of God in this house. There is the supernatural power of God. Praise the Lord. You might be come here for the first time. You might be here for a long time. But God's power, supernatural anointing. God's power, Adishaktamaya. It's a supernatural day. Praise the Lord. The supernatural day. How many of you believe that? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And it is all about Jesus. We are here this morning because it is about Jesus, the Son of God, who came down for us 2,000 years ago. He died for us on the tree. He shed every drop of his blood. And we are here to listen about that Jesus. And as you listen about that Jesus, your faith will become active. Praise God. Grace of God will start flowing and touch the area of your life that needs to be changed and to be transformed. This morning, if you want transformation, oh, hallelujah. God is going to transform not only your situation. He's going to transform the very core of your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody say it's about Jesus. Let's open our scripture from the Bible. John chapter 8, 31 to 34. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And verse 36. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. If the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. This morning, the Son is here. The Son of the Living God is here. The Son of the Most High God is here. The Son of the Powerful God is here. The Son who loved you and who came down for you is here. And the Bible says, He will set the Petra Church free. He will set your life free. And if He sets you free, you are free indeed. Praise the Lord. You want to title this message? Freedom in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, there is freedom. It's not about religion. There is freedom in Christian life. Hallelujah. One more scripture. Romans chapter 6, 16 to 18. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you are that one slaves whom you obey, whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that doctrine, the form of doctrine to which you were delivered. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me take the first scripture before we come to the second one. It says, if you continue in my word, truly you shall be my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. If you continue in my word, truly you shall be my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And if the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. If you are here this morning, Jesus brought you here. The God, the Father brought you here. The Trinity or in God brought you here to tell you your life can be completely, miraculously free. I don't know whether you understand the word free means. Praise the Lord. 
If there is any in your life that is bound by the enemy, the Lord is saying, you can be free and free indeed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Politicians before 2019 elections, some people will say, 2019, if you take me to, or if you vote for us, we will give freedom. <laughs> Jesus is not a politician. He will not say something and he will not abide by it. If God says, he said, I am not a man who should lie or a son of man who should change my mind. If I say you are free, if I said I will free you, ask of me and I will set you free. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Bible says heaven and earth may pass away, but my word remains forever. He says, if you abide, continue in my word, truly, you shall be my disciples. If you continue, truly, which means there is a false disciples also. We want to be in the part of the true disciples. In John 15, it says, one onwards, if you abide in the true wine, I am the wine, I am the branches. Jesus said, if you abide in me, you will bear fruit and the fruit shall last. The sign of your abiding in true wine is there is fruitfulness. There is biblical character. There are seasons that are appointed for your fruitfulness. But there are also false wine that is not true. In John chapter 1 and the 47th verse says, God looked at a man called Nathaniel and said, Here is a man who is a true Israelite who has no guile. So God is saying, he is a true Israelite. Authentic one. Not superficial. Not false. How many of you want to be authentic? Not in Pastor Chaco's eyes. Not in the person sitting next to your eyes. Before Jesus Christ, the one who you will stand at the end of your life. Are you authentic? Praise the Lord. This word is simple. But if you connect your life to this word, some of you, this is the last day. This is the last day where the devil can have any control over your life. Pastor, in the beginning of the year, prophesied 2018 is for people like the woman in Luke 13 who was bound by the devil for 18 years. 18th year, she was free. Completely free. I prophesy over our lives, over our church. 2018, certain problems in your life that has bound you. In the last 18 years, the Lord is going to set you free. Come on church, believe it, put your hands together. Put your hands together. Satan has bound He is going to set you free. I pronounce freedom over your life, over your family, over your worship. By the power of your Holy Spirit, by the power of your Holy Name, 2018, you will be free and free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Free indeed. Hallelujah. You heard about Antichrist. 18 does not just come there 
an accident six plus six plus six eighteen every false spirit that has bound your life and your family this day as a servant of the living God you are completely going to be free that has bound you you're going to be straightened up oh if you believe it hallelujah give me praise and glory in the house of God there are superficial people in 1940s when India is about to get the freedom Mahatma Gandhi started the Ahimsa or the non-Ahimsa movement but Subhash Chandra Bose said Ahimsa is not enough we need to raise up an army that will fight the Britishers and we have to by force send them out of this nation so Subhash Chandra Bose raised up an army and he said all those who are want to be a part of this army enlist yourself next day come onto this ground and write your name by your blood and put it in this book put it on put your name so every person came who wanted to be in this forceful army and as they were signing a huge rain came and everybody fled and he said if you cannot overcome this rain how are you going to if you are going to fear this rain how are you going to save the country some of you my brother my sister small things is enough somebody did not smile at me to quit the Lord and leave somebody some small problems are enough to keep us at home and keep us sitting up in, in a pity party some small problems is enough for us to quit but there's the true army rising up oh. praise the Lord that nothing can scare them nothing can put fear in them praise the Lord they have the real freedom to serve the Lord hallelujah amen praise the Lord we get upset with small Bible says if you continue in my word truly you shall be my disciples when you are really saved even it's all about Jesus you don't get saved today and tomorrow you are unsaved you continue every day that's real salvation you continue your walk every day you receive God's grace you receive God's mercy you continue as a church as a disciple every day of your life Amen. whatever happens we will follow him if you continue till eternity we will follow him amen truly don't leave Jesus listening to somebody's word truly not happy it's not to condemn you it's to put the faith of God this message will put supernatural faith to do supernatural things in your life in Acts chapter 19 and the 19th and the 20th verse the Bible says while they preached the word there were people who came and they believed in Jesus the Bible says many people had believed in Jesus because they saw the miracles that happened through the handkerchief of Paul they saw the miracles handkerchief of Paul can you imagine praise God he would have sneezed and kept it and somebody touched it praise God I, I didn't have one I'll give you fresh though <laughs> somebody sneezed and kept it and the demons left and the people says many people believed in him believed in Jesus through the ministry of Paul and immediately there were many magicians who were making money 
through expensive and they had expensive books which people believed and trusted hallelujah and the bible says the moment they believed they burned those books praise the lord and they followed jesus those books were expensive but when jesus christ is in your heart you don't sell this books and make money if something is wrong when you're authentic you will burn it because the spirit of covetousness does not have power over a christian child mm. their grace was so much inside of them that they were not willing to be covetous let us not be covetous over money over things oh come on i know god will bless you i am a person who preaches that i am a person who comes believing god's people shall be blessed but we don't need to be covetous we don't need to go after things amen today's people has become king kingdom rather than kingdom we are going after things more than jesus some of you i ask you why you came here my headache my backache my leg pain i know god will remove all that i want a financial deliverance my marriage needs to come forth i know all these things are important for the you and for the lord but bible says seek jesus first it's all about jesus oh hallelujah it's not kingdom it's kingdom seek the kingdom and his righteousness come on church somebody somebody hallelujah you go after things you get stressed you get worried you get overstressed problems will arise but when you cast your cares upon the law and said my eyes is on jesus it's about jesus i am not upset if somebody has something i don't have it i know lord when i start following jesus everything that i need to fulfill ah, god brings i am a person who walks in the supernatural blessing but i've never seen god bless me when my eyes was on the blessing i saw the law and i didn't see nothing and then the thing came I pray this morning every eye shall be on the law. Oh rabba rabbas. I am telling you the secret how to walk a supernatural life, a stress-free life, <laughs> a joyful life. You don't need to prove anybody a thing. You don't need to prove your parents. You don't need to prove your ex-husband. You don't need to prove your ex-wife. You don't need to prove anybody who has challenged you. You don't have to prove your peers. You don't have to prove your husband. You don't have to prove your wife. You don't have to prove your children. Look to Jesus. Hallelujah. Philip preached in Samaria in Acts chapter 8 and 12 and 13 verse the Bible says there was a man called the Simon the sorcerer who was into sorcery who was into magic how many of you know sorcery and magic can't do a single thing in your life I as a servant of the living God come against every sorcery and magic that is controlling your life and God's people and I command his power over your life to be bound and to be broken the fire of god over sorcery the fire of god over magic the fire of god over black magic glory hallelujah god has anointed my voice this morning just to break the power of black magic over your life and over the city in the blood name of jesus somebody said amen in the name of jesus black magic does not have power over a true disciple of god 
We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. There was Simon the Sorcerer. The black magicians over that city in Samaria, when he saw the gospel of Jesus Christ, he gave his life to the Lord, was baptized. And then he saw Peter and John, the apostles of Jesus, laying hands upon people and they're receiving the baptism, the power of God. And he asked, can I buy this power with money? And Peter said, let this money perish with you. Oh, come on church. Let this money perish with you. Praise God. We don't have to be, hallelujah, a heart full of money. We can't buy the Lord. We cannot be like Judas who can be sold for 30 pieces of silver. Love of money is the root of all evil. It will destroy your faith. It will destroy your life. It will destroy everything. Love of money is the root of all evil. Hallelujah. Every mammonic spirit be broken this month. This, this money be perished with you. He said, your heart is not right with God. Jesus is not in your heart. Money is in your heart. Don't get upset this morning. Money is not the root of all evil. Love of money is the root of all evil. But when you have love of the money, the Bible says his heart was poisoned by bitterness. And he was bound by iniquity. When you have money in your heart, oh, when money is your master, you will see that money will produce bitterness. Hmm. Jesus produces blessing. Jesus produces peace. The blessing of the Lord maketh you rich and he has no sorrow with it. But the love of money produces bitterness. Oh. It produces iniquity. It produces sin. Hallelujah. I've seen young people, when God started blessing them, the eyes go from God and into money. And I've seen them falling in sin, bitterness, poison, into sexual immorality. Because money is a bad master. This morning, and the anointing of God is destroying the love of money over your life. There is greater than money is the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. All that he needs to do is to open one big door and your problems are over. Don't go after the door. Here's the door. That's why we give unto the Lord. That's why we tithe unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because givers and tithers can never be bound. Hallelujah. By the power of the love for money. Bible says 1 Timothy 6 and the 17th verse. He give all things to enjoy. It says, but command the rich. Do not be haughty. Command the rich. Not to desire for riches and money. Command the rich. Oh, I am commanding you as a servant of the living God. Do not desire to become moneyful. And more money and more money. It's a false thing. It's a temptation. It is a trap. I pray this morning the traps of the devil be broken over your life. Oh. Hallelujah. It's a trap to desire. Our desire is only one thing. To preach the gospel. To heal the sick. To cast out the demons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To carry the fire of God. And when we do that, whatever we need to fulfill it, it doesn't matter if it takes a flight to fulfill your ties. God will bless you with a flight. But you don't have to go after. We give you praise. The haughtiness for the, because of money be broken in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, let's humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. In due time, He will lift us up. This is a supernatural day. This is a supernatural moment. May God set you free. Look at somebody and say, I'm not a slave of money. Some of you are scared to say it. Says I am. Praise the Lord. I am. Yeah. You are stressed because of no money. Court cases because of no money. Dowry cases, no money. Divorces, no money. Now you know who is the devil. You can serve either Jesus or money. He did not even say devil because money is the thing that operates to destroy things. That's why a giver. It's the safest place to be in is to tithe. Safest place to consecrate that which God has given you, it is to give it back to Him. Oh, hallelujah. My God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I know that. But I'm going to give you a missing link to that. My God shall supply all your need through me. Ah. That's what Paul said. My God shall supply all your need through the one person sitting next to you. Ah. God blesses you so that you can bless somebody through you. Ah. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. The claps are getting less. But it's okay. I didn't expect so, so much clap anyway. Praise the Lord. But I'm going to preach this message by the end of it. Your hearts and your minds will be open. Hallelujah. So many people are slaves. One man of God came to the Bible college after studying everything. He said, now I'm going to be a, you know, best conductor and go so many people their faith is for a limited time they come to the church they want to serve the Lord but then halfway they will leave and they go on their own way they lose their zeal Bible says if you continue in my word ah, you're truly truly my disciple amen how many of you want to be a true Disciple of Jesus. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Chief. One boy came for a admission in the Bible college. They said, you know, we have to pray and see. We, in this college, we pray and take people. He said, but I don't have time. If you don't give me the admission now, I have to go for engineering. She's so limited. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a false disciple. How many of you want to be a true disciple? You are a disciple first, then you are a businessman. You are a disciple first, then you are a cake owner. You are a disciple first, then you are an entrepreneur. You are a disciple first, then you are a planter. You're a disciple first. Wherever you go, you're a disciple of Jesus. Hallelujah. Is the word sharp? It will transform your life. 
I don't want to whitewash at the end of 2018. Whitewash you. Praise the Lord. This is deep and God is doing a deep work in your life. How many of you want the Lord to do a deep work? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This morning, He has not come to heal your headache, heal your back pain, heal your this pain. He will do it. But primary thing is to be a disciple unto Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. True disciple. A grandma came to the church. She wants to get baptized. And she went into the water. And the pastor asked, do you believe in Jesus? She said, I do. Do you believe Jesus came down from heaven on earth for your sin? I do. Do you want to follow him? I do. So he said, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. May your life be joined to the Lord forever. May your life be transformed ever. She went into the water, came back and looked at the people around and said, Now you idiots. Now you are happy that I went and came back. <laughs> Praise God. Some people come to church to prove it to somebody else. Maybe to your family. Amen. Praise the Lord. Such idiocracy has to go. There is nobody to prove to. You don't come for anybody else. You don't baptize for anybody else. You come to see Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus will help you to get idiocracy out of your mind. Hallelujah. Who did he say you will truly my disciple? The Bible says to those who have already believed. So there were Jews who have already believed and Jesus said, what is real faith all about? So what to believe? Five things. And we'll pray. John chapter 20 and 31. Are you okay? Praise the Lord. If you are okay, can you lift your hands? <laughs> but these yeah. are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in His name. Believing you will have eternal life. Amen. Believing there is eternity. Believing. Why do so many people believe? If you are here for the first time, let me tell you why you should believe. So that you should know that there is eternal life. Your names is recorded in the book of life. Religion teaches us that reward comes after we die. Whether we do good or whether we be do bad. Let me tell you, Jesus teaches us that if you confess forth with your mouth that He is Lord, your name is recorded in heaven, your eternal life is secure. If you die at the seat that you are sitting, you're not going to hell. You're not going to transform into a uh, something, hallelujah, fishy and something terrible. Hallelujah, praise God. You will straight go, hallelujah, and see the face of Jesus. And you will be as real as you're sitting on that chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. You believe so that there is eternal life in His name. Praise the Lord. If God would have gifted, Jesus gifted a soldier who came to kill him. His disciple cut off his ear and Jesus gave those ears for free. 
to an unbeliever how much more God wants to give you everything but as far as you are concerned I believe for eternity eternal life to be secure hallelujah I will believe to be faithful to the Lord who saved me and died for me earlier Christian there's a factual statement that as they were hanged for their gospel as they were put in the in the Colosseum in the mouth of a lion for worshiping Jesus in the earlier days where the Christians were persecuted it is a factual statement that it is written as they were in the fire as they were in the mouth of the lion they were worshiping the Lord some of us small fear is enough to stop worship small things are enough to get away from the gospel small fear are enough to test our commitment come on church look at their faith and look at our faith 2018 and one small thing pastor i'm not coming to church come on where is their faith and where is our faith hallelujah by this time you should be praying with me for the city i think i am overdoing praying for you by this time we are all supposed to be getting up in the morning and praying for the city hallelujah yesterday i was touched I was concerned about a person who was stranded at a, outside of this nation because of the faith of it bound and house house arrested by the family and I was a little concerned I tried to get through to that person and that person said pastor let me tell you assure you don't get worried I'll be faithful to the Lord till the end okay. hallelujah 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 Praise the Lord. Well, come on church, somebody, 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 somebody. I want to raise up these kind of Christians. They are, Jesus said, truly my disciples. These are the people. Jesus is coming at the second time. What do we believe? What does when Jesus said believe? John 8, 8 and the 56th verse. What does it mean to believe? To believe means to believe that Jesus is eternal. Everybody said Jesus is eternal. John 8 and the 56 verse. Before Abraham said, before me, your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he said, he was glad. Abraham, 2000 years before, Jesus, he lived. But Jesus said, Abraham saw me. Which means he is eternal. Jesus who were born 2000 years later than Abraham that Jesus is saying your Abraham saw me 2000 years ago ah come on come on Jesus is eternal God he's eternal when did Abraham see him in the Mount Moriah when he was offering this own son Isaac as a sacrifice at the obedience of God Suddenly an angel appeared and said, don't kill him. There is a substitutionary sacrifice. There is a lamb of God. And God revealed him. He is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He lifted his eyes. Somewhere he saw Jesus in that lamb. Come on. 
when his son Isaac was about to marry Rebekah, when they came together in one family as husband and wife, somewhere along the line Abraham saw, this is not Isaac and Rebekah, this is Jesus and the church coming together. Ah, come on! He saw it! When Melchizedek came with the bread and the wine like this day, somewhere along the line Abraham saw, this is a communion! Ah, he rejoiced! Come on! He rejoiced! Come on! He looked forward. He fast forward by faith. He saw you and me. When Jesus, God said to count them the stars, he counted the stars and as many as my descendants, he said, as many as the stars. One, two, three, four, five, six thousand, two thousand, ten thousand. If Abraham was alive, I think in heaven, he's still counting. He says, as, as many as the stars, so will your descendants be. Somewhere he was counting. He saw you and me hallelujah somewhere he was counting he saw the heavenly city whose builder and architect was god himself somewhere he was counting he saw this jesus who has a heavenly city prepared for his people an eternal god my bible says there is mansions in heaven i want to ask you a genuine logical question if today you have to leave your body whatever reason You should know you will not die if you have Jesus. Bible says you go to a sleep and when you get up, you are in your mansion. Oh, you are seeing the face of God through Christ Jesus. Amen. There is power when you believe He's an eternal God. There is hope in the future. Hope will rise up in your life. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. This communion is to give you that hope. There is a life after death. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What to believe? 1 John 4 and 1 to 2. Rampa, rampa, rampa. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God. Ah. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Mm. By this you know the Spirit of God. Ah. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. So every spirit that believes that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, he is the right spirit. You have to believe that Jesus came in the body, in the flesh, on earth. That's what you should believe. What is that you should believe? Romans 3, 24 and 25. Why did he come? Romans 3, 24 and 25. Being justified freely by his grace. Ah through the redemption mm. that is in Christ Jesus mm. whom God set forth to be a propitiation by his blood ah. through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance God has passed over the sins that were previously committed Amen what do you believe that Jesus died for you as the propitiation for your sins Amen he died for you hallelujah so that every enmity between you and God has once and for all been taken away and there is forgiveness through his blood there is justification through his blood that your sins are been forgiven through the cross of Jesus what to believe that my sins are forgiven through the blood of the lamb what to believe Romans 10 and the ninth verse that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved Amen you have to believe that he rose again from the dead 
then you are saved what to believe jesus not only died for my sins he rose rose again conquered sin and death and sat at the right hand of god the father he's a victorious king you are more than conquerors what to believe 2 peter chapter 3 and the third verse In the knowing this first that scoffers will come in the last days scoffers will come in the last days walking according to their own lust ah scoffers will come in the last days walking according to their lust read it please yes will come in the last days walking according to their own lust and mm. saying where is the promise of his coming where is the promise of his coming we have to believe that Jesus Christ will come back a second time that is how faith is all about he died he came in the flesh he died for your sins he rose again and one of these days he will come in great glory that is what to say to believe a true disciple of Jesus believes this amen it is the mark of the follower of Jesus Christ he will not just run away or quit when struggles come struggles will come 2 corinthians 4 1 says since we have received our ministry don't run away come on church some of the version says faint not it says don't run away look at somebody and says don't run away don't be a runaway bride church of jesus christ is not a runaway bride not run away why did it says don't run away because there are situations and things and struggles that will come to make you think i can't handle it i have to run away there are there are situations will come but a true disciple will say i will not run away i will look to jesus the good work he has started in me he will bring it to completion i will not run away hmm. there are oppositions that come from your family from your tradition from your people don't run away from your faith there are let me tell you there are opposition that comes from sometimes there are so-called people who come to the church they don't have any business but to hurt people put them down hallelujah praise god sometimes you will see one or two apples like that sitting here who is not interested in jesus they come for their own stuff don't run away don't quit because you find one of those sitting here praise the lord don't run away of any situation look to jesus hallelujah finish well hallelujah Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 4 there was Demas who was a co-worker of Paul who ran away because he loved the world let's not run away there was Alexander the comber smith Paul said he has done me very much harm may God deal with him there are co-workers who started he was not only making copper smith he was making something else but even if our co-workers quit we won't quit come on church if you continue people who continue are the people who know what freedom is so what is freedom what is freedom how many of you know what is freedom it's not the right to whatever you want to do just because india is a democracy and we got independence that today all of you are saying i have independence so we are going to go out and going to drive on the wrong way ah freedom yeah 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 fire 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 huh yes 
you will play you will see the music freedom is not to do what you want to do what is freedom real freedom is what we read romans chapter 6:16 to 18 is that okay you want to know real freedom do you yes not know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey you are that one slaves whom you obey whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness but God, amen you have been set free from sin the slave of sin and the bible says to become a slave of righteousness so you are free from the slave of sin but then you are a slave a bond servant of jesus christ you are responsible you do what christ tells you to do that's freedom oh uh, come on church when the righteousness fills your life you take the right path you take the right steps he orders your steps every morning oh rabba khasata rabba what is this bound out of sin or you're saying free from sin i was bound to sin now i'm bound to the lord what does that mean it calls the sweet bondage what is sweet bondage i'll explain some of you here says oh i've single life was such why i mean being with the parents and oh i wish that i can be a free word can just get married praise god huh? and like money and his wife just got married i mean if you're happy for them give them a god bless god praise god hallelujah praise god god bless you amen amen Listen, i've gotten out of the freedom of of the bondage of my parents now i'll marry how many of you know that you will have understood that it was not freedom at all you got out of one bondage into another bondage but it was sweet bondage but some of you say no 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 i will bear it but pastor it is not like what you say i do what i want then it's not marriage bro you're still single hallelujah sweet bondage has responsibility hallelujah hallelujah san amen are decreasing You are free from the slave of your pair, or you have a child. Now I have a third one. It's freedom. But at night, two o'clock, Mama, Mama, Mama. After some time, Mama will say, "Papa." But it's a sweet bondage. Praise the Lord! Come on, come on. Sweet bondage. You, the sweet bondage. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. You are bound to sin. Jesus set you free to be bound to Christ. You are still bound, but it's a sweet bondage. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's biblical freedom. Free from bondage to be a slave of righteousness. Paul is saying I'm a bond servant of Christ. That's what he means. When you're a servant of Christ, you will rule and reign as kings amen but otherwise if you do what you want to do you are opening yourself to the enemy again to quench god's love in your life quench the love of god in your life make you lifeless 
Today, Jesus' sake and His righteousness, you serve a living God. His living presence will be restored back to you. You will be like a starved calf. Hallelujah. Star-fed calf. Jumping for glory and for rejoicing. Amen. What is freedom? Once a child saw a rose petal. Once a child saw a rose petal. Do we have a rose petal? Yeah. Is this rose? No. You can see that, right? Something like the rose. A child saw a rose petal and he, she tried to open up every petal. But it was breaking off. It was breaking off. It was breaking off. It was breaking off. Then the dad said, Daughter, don't try to open by itself. God will open it up. Amen. When you are experiencing the true freedom, you are not trying to do anything with your strength. God is opening it from within you. It is His strength. You live a Christian walk through His strength. Hallelujah. You experience His life from within. He opened it from within. You cannot open it from outside. If you try to walk it, it's not easy. You will fall. You will fall. You will break up. You will feel like a struggle. But when He does it, ah, it's free. It's free indeed. Come on, somebody. If you believe it, put your hands together. He has called you to freedom. He opens it up by the grace of God. He does a work within you. And only then you will give glory to Jesus. Amen. Some petals. You have come here as a petal. But you are going to open up for the glory of God. The freedom is going to flow out. You are going to flow as a child of the living God. Worship is a flow. Christian life is a flow. It's not a struggle. Hallelujah. When you try it by your own strength. You have to say it's not by strength, by grace and grace alone. Grace, 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 grace. God always starts from within you through His strength. He does a work inside of you. That's what slave of Christ. That's what the freedom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Freedom from what? I'm just saying that and I know I've taken a few days, but it's a breaking of bread. I want you to experience the breaking of bread. I'm just taking 15 minutes more. Amen. What does He free you from? Number one. From self Galatians 2 20 says I am no longer live for myself he free you from yourself I don't live for myself but I live for the Christ who gave himself for me the, all the problem starts when self come in ego comes in hallelujah 2 Peter chapter 2 verses 1 to 3 2 Peter chapter 2 verses 1 to 3 But there were also false prophets among yeah. the people mm. even as there will be false teachers among you <coughs> who will secretly bring in destructive heresies even denying the Lord who brought them and bring on themselves swift destruction and many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed Amen In the last days false teachers will come and was when you continue to verse three, but three. covetousness, uh. they will exploit you with deceptive words. Mm. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. They will deceive you 
that word deceptive words comes from the word plastic words there is a false teachers that is rising up whose plastic words you say oh, you don't need you can do anything just come to church on a sunday confess and do anything you don't need to hold be holy you don't need to pray grace is a license to sin it's not it's false teaching grace breaks the dominion of sin grace makes you rulers of righteousness rulers and kings ruling over there are false teachers with plastic words freedom without responsibility god sets you free so that you can do what you have to do what god calls you to do a freedom without reckoning no accountability i can do what i want pastor don't mess with me i won't but god will ask you praise the lord a freedom without repercussions whatever i do no backlash sin has consequences come on church this morning they used they use faint words counterfeit plastic words and they said they themselves are not free then how can they pronounce people free real ministry is free people preaching to bound people ah oh. and said this is freedom ah oh. what freedom can i give if i've not experienced it oh come on church hallelujah we give you praise hallelujah no glory that's why glory power is missing in the church because there is no preaching of the word plastic words christian life it's not easy that's why we need the grace of god every moment but what is the grace for to keep you focused on jesus prove me wrong hallelujah as a pastor sometimes i have season i need to fast and pray concentrating on the grace of god you need to trust in god's grace every moment of it to have you have only this and have thousand years to finish the work with god you have only so many years to finish your assignment here on earth what is real freedom you know of real freedom but first thing he will free you from self number 2 he will free you from the law everybody say free from the law Galatians I don't have time to time to read the scriptures because of the lack of time you read Galatians 3 4 5 it says I've called you to freedom and not to be yoked with the yoke of bondage again Christ has called you to freedom so that you will not entangle yourself in the yoke of bondage that yoke is the yoke of law religion it can it can control you in the old testament there were the 10 commandments it could control people but it cannot change them they were controlled by fear of god is a punishing god but it cannot transform their lives hallelujah some of you you tried to be ruled by law you fall but when you look to jesus you say oh let me lock not no no get up let let me not look another girl other than my wife uh, uh, uh. my wife is beautiful my wife is beautiful my wife is beautiful <laughs> that's your strength you fall 
I won't drink, I won't drink, I won't drink, I won't drink, I won't drink. Where is the party, man? <laughs> That's law. Today only four sins in the churches. No mush, white. I'm thinking whether our should everybody wear should black every every Sunday. No drinking. People says if you drink, that's sin. But then they have gossip. Then they have uh, a party spirit. They have politics. They 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 they, they have they, they have backbiting. They, they have anger. Those that are not sin. But when this grace come, God said, "I will put my laws into your hearts and into your lives." Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. From the least to the greatest. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. You will not be doing with your own strength. You will doing. Hallelujah! Fulfill the commandments. Hallelujah! Through His grace and His love. I want you to read Leviticus chapter 26 and the 12th verse. Leviticus chapter 26. Verse 12. I will walk among you. Uh, 11. I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul shall not abhor you. Oh, Rabba. Shikhara, Rabba. Yeah. Oh, Rabba. Shikhere, Rabba. Uh, verse uh, 13. Sorry. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt that you should not be their slaves. I have broken the bands of your yoke and made you walk upright. I have broken the yoke so that you shall be upright. Only when the yoke of law is broken that your life will be upright. God's grace will make you upright. What was the law for? Galatians 3 law was a guardian for you to cross over like like uh, like we cross over to the other side law was like a guardian taking cross you over to show you the need of a savior the crossover was to bring an end to yourself to cross over to say i cannot without a savior i cannot live this life without a savior that was what the law's intention was it was a crossover that i need a savior I need Christ. It's all about Christ. When you understand that, God's grace and His love will flow into your hearts and then you will live a free life. Oh, come on church. Somebody here. The living presence of God will flow out. Nobody will have to force you to come to church. Nobody will have to force you to pray. Nobody will have to force you to live a holy life. It flows out. Nobody will have to tell you to love your husband, love your wife, love your church, submit it to the pastor. Nobody, it is the nature of God will flow out. I pray the yoke of law shall be broke over your life in the name of the Lord. The life of God to flow out. You are a slave of righteousness. Some of you are here for the first time. Pastor, what does this say, slave? When Christ lives in you, Nobody has to force you to do something right, responsible. It flows from within you. He orders your steps. A freedom from inside. Amen. Nobody will have to say, say, I love the dog. You say, when I look into your holiness. When Peter met Jesus first time, he had a great catch. And the first thing he said, Oh my God, you are a holy man. Depart, depart from me. I am an unholy man. 
when he did not know the Lord first thing he came to recognize I'm unholy but the Bible says he denied the Lord and Jesus died on the cross rose again and he was standing on the shore and John recognized him it is the voice of God the loving voice of God John recognized him and told Peter Peter this is the Lord and the Bible said he jumped out into the water let me tell you obedience is greater when you know he's a loving God praise the Lord when he did not know the Lord he said depart from me but when he knew the Lord he jumped in obedience hallelujah that is what I'm saying you jump in obedience when God blesses you he expects character from you he cannot promote you his grace builds character integrity praise the Lord so that you will be able to possess the great blessings that God is giving you as an inheritance praise God today's church lacks character they do anything they want they speak anything like God's servant said God has to speak through your mouth hallelujah this morning when God you're bound and you're slave of righteousness you can partake of it if this is what you believe you can partake of the bread and the wine and said I belong to Jesus this blood has been shed for the forgiveness of my sins I am free I'm free from sickness I'm free from sin this is a proclamation that Jesus is my Lord he's my king this is the table of communion I say I proclaim oh without any shame this Lord is my king and my Savior hallelujah this is for people who lift up Jesus without shame without limitation the free heart why did he free you 1 John 1 9 says he freed you so that you have freedom from sin if you confess your sin you have his Bible says he will remove it from your consciousness you don't have to keep asking keep asking forgiveness for what has done once you have asked it's gone God has forgiven you it's cleansed you you don't have to keep asking it should be free you from sin consciousness and to move forward amen to give you confidence that your sins are forgiven he forgive all your sins and purify you from all unrighteousness hallelujah lift your hands as a God has forgiven me amen he forgives you that you can stand before the Lord with confidence hallelujah amen are you happy freedom through Christ Jesus hallelujah amen let's close our eyes in prayer amen hallelujah